Hello, everybody, and welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast, where your host, Nicole and... And Kendra. What's up, you guys? I feel like it's been forever, but also I feel like it's, like, been no time. But anyways, <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming back. Let's just jump into it. Kendra, what have you been up to? Um, so this weekend I didn't do much. I actually on Friday, it was a hair day for me. I just spent some time giving my hair some TLC and you know, that wash day can take all day sometimes. And I felt like it took all day. (laughs) (laughs) Arms be tired. (laughs) Right. But I was like, I need a good deep condition and all that. So yeah, Friday was hair day for me. And then Saturday, um, I went to a birthday dinner with one of my friends and then actually met up with one of our old college friends. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that was like super fun. We went to her, her new house um, and, you know, just talking about old times and like sharing stories. And it was so funny because some stories I was like, was I there? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like dang that's how you know time is flying by but um yeah so we did that so that was fun and then Sunday I went to church and it was daylight savings time so it was a struggle because I had to be to church early and when I got home I took a nap <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap because I was so tired I was like oh my gosh like this is crazy um but yeah, that was my weekend. Pretty simple. How about you? How was your weekend? Um, before I start, isn't it crazy how like daylight saving time? Some some years it'll get you, and then some term, sometimes you'll be like, "Oh, the time changed." But when it gets you, it gets you. Yeah, that fall back be like, "Oh, the time changed." That spring forward. Oh no no no. Yeah, that spring forward. Especially when you have to get up early, like it would be different if we got to sleep in and just like, you know, just let our bodies naturally wake up. But no, that was not the case today, but I made it through. Hallelujah. Okay. So Friday, the kids have been waiting for weeks to watch that movie Turning Red Mm -hmm. on Disney+. Plus. They literally have been counting down the days since they announced when it was coming out. (laughs) So Friday night, we're all excited. We get home, we get ready, and then we do the popcorn and everything. And then we watched Turning Red. And Saturday, we started making spring break plans. Um, Went outside, played, like, just a whole lot of playing. Like, we just kind of played the whole day. And then, of course, making spring break plans and some other plans. And my husband has to go to this wedding. And I'm like, okay, are we all going? Trying to figure out. We've just been trying to, like, figure stuff out. Like, yeah. where are we going, this and that. And uh, Sunday, oh, we're getting ready for picture day. Oh. Why do both kids have picture day on the same day? But- Oh, wow. Because they're at different schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are different schools and I have picture day on the same day. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sunday, we started prepping for picture day, figuring out outfits. My son got his hair cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and got ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My daughter has a sweet tooth. And so she's always like, 
I want ice cream. I want this. I want that. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because when I was pregnant with her, I definitely had this thing where I would go get ice cream like every other Friday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes every Friday, but then <laughs> <laughs> the bigger I got, I couldn't get ice cream anymore because it was just like that sugar would just have her kicking. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that she's like really into sweets like that. And she was like that in the womb too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so just kind of getting ready. I'm so, I don't know about you, but I'm so excited for the school year to end. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, no, I like it because <laughs> this is, is your over, first year, though. That's right. why. But when the school year is over, that I means he's gonna be at home all day with me again. See, I've never experienced a summer. Well, the last year wasn't really a summer. I'm ho- we're hoping this year was a real summer. So mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. So this year, I'm very excited. Yeah, because it's like you have to come up with stuff to do every day and like try to keep them entertained and like. It's hot as Hades outside. And then, like, <laughs> well, my son, you take him one place, he want to go every day. Like, I kid you not, if not every day or every other day, he asked me to go to Disneyland. And I'm like, <laughs> he, he doesn't understand how expensive Disneyland is. <laughs> no, we're not going every day. We're a family of four. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so... I mean, I am looking forward to it because we do have some fun things planned this summer. Um, that's actually what we were doing over the weekend too, was like booking flights and hotels and like like getting all the logistics done for everything because time is going to be here. Like yeah. time flying by. Spring break is going to be here very soon. And then everything is going to start kicking off. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, I am looking forward to summer, but yeah, I, I enjoy him being in school as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I've already started the process of contacting my mom and my siblings and telling them, like, get your summertime in with the kids. They're always talking about spending more time with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, don't you worry. This summer, I got you. <laughs> I got you. You can do, you know, a day here a weekend here and my son loves being at my sister's house because they have a dog mm-hmm. he can do a whole week there and <laughs> and like just live it up yes that's a good idea that is very true my son the, my older son he does go to his grandparents a lot during the summer I mean he go there he was there on Saturday so yeah <laughs> that is very true thank God for the village hallelujah Yes, thank God for the village. Um, but so I'm really looking forward to that. And I don't know, I just kind of want to like live at the beach this summer. I just want to live at the beach. I have so much planned that I've actually thought about vlogging my summer just because mm-hmm. I we're going to hopefully do a whole lot of fun stuff. So I've been thinking about like, I should just vlog the summer since we have so much planned yeah I literally said that in the car on the way home from church based off of what I just told you off camera too yeah um but yeah I just I I told my husband the same thing I was like I think I'm gonna vlog it just so that um we can have the memories too you know yeah yeah for sure for sure uh, and then pretty soon we're taking our kids to Vegas for the first time 
Mm. And I was like, maybe I should vlog that. Cause they, my kids vlog all the time anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they vlog all the time. That would they be ask- so fun. And that would be, a, that would be a really good video because like, there's actually a lot of fun things for kids to do in Vegas that people don't really like know about. Okay, well send the link. Send me send me the things because I don't know. Yeah, there's <laughs> I haven't actually, started searching yet. Yeah, there's actually a lot of fun things for kids to do. Besides like, you know, they have an Eminem factory, Coke Coke factory, sugar factory, all the factories. Yeah. But there are some pretty cool things. I don't know why I stumbled upon um, a vlog on in, on YouTube about it before. I have to see if I can find it. But yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna search it. I might. I'm maybe I'll vlog the Vegas trip because there's they have been asking to do YouTube stuff and like they wanted us to do a review the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys. Are it's wild. so cute. Let them do yeah. it, girl. They might be a star to make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's so weird. We were talking about it off camera too, just kids being that young and all that comes with all that type of stuff, you know, like we're watching North every day deal with this level of scrutiny that we never saw before. Like, well, I guess um, Penelope's older brother went through a lot of it, but North is really out there. Like mm-hmm. she's really out there. And so it's just once you put that camera on them, I think I saw this one family that was like, the day my kids don't want to do it or we don't want to do it, then it's we're like not going to do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you do have to be protective. You have to be very careful. Like when you do start it, you have to make sure you're not showing your address on anything. You're not showing your kids school, like what places you're visiting as far as like in your neighborhood. You have to be careful about yeah. that. Like some people don't even mention their kids' names too much. Um, just safety measures because people are weird. They get obsessed with their family and all that kind of stuff. So you have to be protective if you're going to like, you know, include your kids and stuff like that. I was like, dang, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot to think about because you're just like, they still got element and elementary kids are not nice. Okay. Right. <laughs> elementary kids are not nice and it's just I don't know it's a lot to think about but I do want to blog it so we'll see all right let's move into our mama moments what's your mama moment so I was trying to think on the fly like what happened this weekend But um, Bryson, you know, I talked about it before. He got his hair cut before. But this is, like, his first time going to, like, a real barber. Because before he went to, like, he was in um, uncle's chair. You know, he's not, like, a real barber, but he knew he was doing. Yeah. So um, he went to, like, his first, like, real haircut appointment. And he got, like, a little part in his uh fade i was like my baby got a fade (laughs) (laughs) having a real mama moment when my um husband sent me the photo and i was like oh my gosh like he looks so cute like he has like because before we just did one all the way around and um so he had like his little fade and then you know my husband was like it's a rite of passage i had to put a little part in the front because 
passage, and I was like, yeah, because I remember my brothers. It's so funny. My, my younger son, youngest son, he looks like my um, my second oldest brother. Mm-hmm. And so looking at him with that head and that part, I was like, oh my gosh, he looks just like his uncle did when we were kids. Like, it's <laughs> so crazy. But um, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, look at my baby. And like, he's just growing up like so much and running around and wanting to be independent. Today at church, he was just like jumping out of my arms, wanting to run around. The music was playing and he was so intrigued by like the instruments. Like we took him after church to the front of the stage. He was trying to jump on the stage as the pastor was preaching. So my husband was like, I had to keep running and grabbing him because he kept trying to run to the stage, but he loves music. So at the end of service, he was, my dad was holding him and he was just like staring at like the musicians. He was like so excited. I'm like, oh, my baby is just growing up so much. So. It's always a mama moment with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he going to be, uh, you know, did you ever see that thing? I think it's on Kevin on stage. Like when you um, are a musician at church, first you start out on the drums uh-huh. and then you're on the piano and then you're on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Kendon actually wants to play the drums. He has a drum set at home. And so he was like, mom, do you think he'll let me play? But he was already, the guy was already like wrapping up his stuff. I'm like, maybe next week we'll, when we come early, we'll ask him if you can, you know, if you can play. Cause I remember the, the guy who was our drummer currently, I remember when he was a kid, his dad is a drummer as well. So when he was a kid, he would go and uh, like practice with his dad after church when he was like Kenan's age. Now he's touring around the world with different artists and like, you know, Aww. killing it in the game and stuff too. So they do start really young like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. It, it, that It's better too when they start young by their own interest, uh-huh. then it tends to go well, you know? Yeah. How about you? You know what I forgot is over the weekend, I, I oh, I mean, you know what I forgot? Over the weekend, me and my sisters, we went to my mom's house and started like, cleaning up her house because she's going to move it and then we also I forgot we did that and then we also did something else I just forgot but <laughs> um my mama moment is oh my mama moment is uh you know how I said before that spring break is around the corner right uh-huh. and we're planning for spring break so my mama moment is since Saturday of we're going to spring break it has officially started the season of uh uh-uh, you better listen because we go to spring break right <laughs> here come the threats <laughs> wait a, a minute wait a minute you want to go on vacation don't break. you, huh? <laughs> you, go vacation, don't you? you better straighten up come on now uh i know you i know you know how to listen <laughs> because we're going to be listening on, we're going to listen in spring break, right? <laughs> and, uh, and uh, so I'm using that for the next two weeks and I don't feel bad about it. I don't. No, you got to do what you got to do. You got to always gotta do. find something to use. <laughs> it's always <laughs> something to look forward to in this house. So it's like, let's see. You want to go or no? 
<laughs> do you want to go or you don't want to go you want to go because listen uh we're gonna have to act right because sometimes i feel like as a mom you say things over and over and over and over so if you have something and, and it also says with kids like give them something to look forward to or like give them some type of um incentive or yeah incentive like some people get the charts and they do the star like once you get 10 stars you can go to this or that and so i'll be like look we plan they're already packing you know how kids be they start packing <laughs> well that's why i can't tell kendy nothing he, he finds out what we're doing the day of on the way there when we're probably 10 minutes away <laughs> oh no but you don't like surprises no, it's okay. It, it depends on what it is. If it's something like the dentist or like oh. um, something he's going to be afraid of, if it's so something that, if it's something he's never done before, or I feel like he might be anxious about it, then I'll kind of prep him a little bit. But if it's something like vacation, I know he loves going on quote unquote holiday. <laughs> so if we're going on holiday, he does not find out until we're already on the way. But he'll he'll be like, you guys have our bags? Are we going on holiday? Mom, are we going on holiday? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> and so I end up having to tell him, like, once we get in the car, but I'm like, okay, don't drive us crazy talking about it. You just have to wait till we get there and then we can enjoy ourselves because he will be like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Who's going to be there? Is grandfather and grandma coming? Like, bro, chill out. Chill out. <laughs> That's hilarious. But kids are like that. So, they have already packed up. I had to tell them today, put them clothes back. Y'all got to go to school. I had to tell them, put <laughs> all them clothes back. Tomorrow. Yeah, put all them clothes back now. That's exciting, though. That's it is cool. I remember being a kid looking forward to different stuff like that. So that's exciting. That's fun. Yeah. Some kids are going to get a spring break. So for sure. That's very nice. So, what are we talking about today? Listen, we are talking about women in business. I'm going to share some of my story today about um, building a business while pregnant. Mm -hmm. And because we need to set a few things straight. Because women, straight. women do be working, Kim. We work. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? We off of our butts and we work every day, all day, nonstop. And guess what? Some of us work really, really hard and stay positive and they work in toxic environments and still get up and right. go to work. Right. We don't get to curate the, the environment that we want to be in all the time. Ooh. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you had to be under a rock. <laughs> yeah. Over this past week, um, Kim Kardashian made a statement about I guess they asked her uh, what advice do they have for women that want to be successful because it is Women's History Month and yeah. we're supposed to be empowering and encouraging each other. And they asked her a question hoping for an inspirational quote, right? Right. And she tip her teeth to tell us that we need to get up off our blank and work. Like we don't do that every day. <laughs> okay. Like, do you not just know what everybody went through in this panorama? Like, women is working. Women are taking care of teaching kids, become teachers, yes. Yes. and still working. 
women doing nine to five side hustles, marriages, and teaching the kids. All in a day's work. And I hate when people say like we have the same 24 hours. We do not. We do, we not. do not have the same 24 hours in a day. Your hours look very different than mine. Uh-huh. I don't have five assistants, Ooh. five, ten nannies, people mm-hmm. bringing me everything that I asked for. Like lunch delivered. <laughs> yeah, lunch delivered, someone taking care of my schedule. I don't get to get up and sit in a chair and someone get me ready. Oh, okay. You mean the, the, the hairstylist and the makeup artist don't drive to you every day? When, I, when we produce content for our businesses, we are the hair, the makeup, yep. the director, the yep. camera person, the lighting person, the audio, the, the scribe. We are everything for our businesses. So we're not the same. We're not the same. And um, I was sharing with Kendra off camera that uh, I had saw this thing on the Joe Budden podcast where he was like, you know, I was, when he first started rapping, I know Joe Budden's not like the best like person or whatever, but he was saying when he was coming up in music, um, he would felt like he could rap better than other people. And uh, the higher he got up in music, he was like, oh, I can rap better than that person. But that person has a hundred people working for them and they're all working in unison together. Yeah. And I think about Kim growing up with a nanny, her first job, she works for Paris Hilton, like at, at the height of Paris's career, mm-hmm. like you were dating celebrities before anybody even knew who you were. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's one thing if you want to say, encourage people to work like hey guys you know I maybe built a billion dollar company but I still get up every day and I do work and I work hard and I'm so thankful for my team and all the women that help build this whole thing that I have but for her to say get off your blank get and and call women in business lazy right it was like and then all the women boss on Instagram posting exactly Kim exactly and then on top of that to say that this that that was her best advice I'm like Kim there's a Forbes interview you did about five years ago that interview you have a lot of great advice but working hard is literally the minimum the minimum requirement right it's not the best advice people could kill themselves working yeah 18 hour days and still be in the same position because of a lot of different factors exactly and sometimes it's the luck of the draw sometimes it is you know who's to say what the level of success like where that that meter of success looks like anyway because everyone in their different sphere of influence has a different level of success amen because you have 100 million followers on Instagram, that could be successful to you. But for someone else, hitting a a $40,000 month is success for them. Okay. It just depends on where you are and how you want to look at it. If you're um, a mom in business and you're able to manage your business, manage your children, your home, have a, a happy marriage, 
have children who are happy and joyful, your business is thriving to your standard, that's a certain level of success. Success. You're yes. not lazy and not working. You have achieved all those things. So I don't know. I just think it's irresponsible for her to get on a platform and speak those type of things because the women who are getting up every day working three jobs to put food on the table for their children, to work a side hustle to try to build their dream with no help, no family to help them take care of their kids. And it's not their fault. Yeah. There are people who don't have any support. Right. Their husband could be in the military and they're living on base somewhere with no help. Right. There are, women, there are people whose parents have passed away or don't have any siblings. And, you know, they're relying on neighbors and friends and teachers to help raise their children. Does that make them lazy because they, they don't have the time outside of them working 18 hour shifts? Exactly. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I just feel like she should have gave more context to what she was trying to say. Yeah. I feel like it was irresponsible, but we want to let y'all know that we see you guys. Yep. We, we don't think that women are lazy. Clearly women are creating businesses every single freaking day. Yeah. Women are showing up as nurses, doctors, lawyers, uh, grocery store clerks, people that bus drivers, people that are making this world operate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of those people are women and they're getting up every day. Three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Till six, seven o'clock at night. And then getting home and doing homework, taking care of their kids, Ooh. bathing all those kids, cleaning up the house, getting up the next day and doing it all over again with no help. Okay. With no help. So please, please hold your, um, <laughs> get off of your butt. And also, I had saw something over the weekend where Tony Robbins, he wasn't talking about Kim, but he was like, you know, what's crazy to me is people will say, I'm going to work really, really hard for the next 10 years so that I can do whatever I want and travel and find my happiness. Like, I'm just going to work, put everything to the side. And for the next 10 years, I'm just going to work really, really hard. And once I'm done working really, really, really hard and getting all the success that I want, then I'm going to travel the world and find my happiness. And, I, and then I'm going to, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to travel the world and find that happiness. Mm -hmm. And he was like, and then I, he's like, I spent a lot of time in Fiji. I go to Fiji and the villagers that live there are just happy and, mm -hmm. and feel successful and just as happy as can be. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's because happy is a decision. Those mm -hmm. people are choosing to put their happiness aside to gain what they feel is success mm -hmm. only and then try to travel the world when really all that happiness and success and whatnot is a decision that you make within inside yourself and does not take building a huge business or doing this and that to obtain it. Yes. And I was like, go ahead, Mr. Robbins. <laughs> I saw a family on YouTube. They sold their home. Yep. And they purchased an RV. Yep, I know who you're talking it, about. It's beautiful. The, the, the family is a black family and they have one little boy and they have yeah. locks. Uh -huh. Beautiful family, beautiful RV. Okay, they have everything in there. I was like, this RV is nicer than some people's homes. Okay. Let's, and okay. they wanted to live a simpler life and enjoy their family. Yep. They work from home. Their son is homeschooled and they literally travel the world in their RV 
and they from from what we can see and from what they tell us they are happy they are in my eyes they're successful right in their eyes they're successful they have they have designed this life that they can enjoy and they are not apologizing for it they they built a community of people who do the same thing their yeah. son still has friends like they they literally talked about the misconceptions that people have like well what about your kid and and he doesn't have any friends and you know this is not stable He's, they're like we travel with some of the same families we meet up in different cities we've had the same friends for years that do the same thing i'm like wow like you just never know we always prejudge and we always look at people and think that they're not doing xyz or they are doing xyz and everybody's story is different every level of success looks different for people every level of happiness like looks different yeah. for different people like there's no one way to be happy and like you said you have to choose happiness yeah you can be it's a decision at, it's it's a decision like yeah. you can be happy at any stage in life happiness is not found in things it's not found in other people it, it's within it's a, yeah. it, you can choose to look at your life for whatever you have wherever you have it and you can find joy in that and you could be happy i believe exactly that. I believe that. exactly and i think because we get it you're kim you're a billionaire now and some people just feel that money and status equals happiness and it's like no it doesn't it does right. not equal happiness happiness is a decision that you have to make every day so for her to sit there and just be like you just need to work harder it's just like Right. And you we're know, not saying that you shouldn't always work. Like, that's like Nicole said, that's a giving. Work, work hard is the first tool we yeah, have. It's to the pay. minimum. It's, it's the, really there. It's, it's the minimum. Yeah. And I, when people ask me for different advice, I always tell people it's really about strategy. Mm -hmm. It's completely about strategy. When I talk to other people that run other people's like I told you, I have the Microsoft friend that does the marketing. Oh, no, I mean, anyways, yeah. <laughs> whatever. People strategize for months, for the whole year. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're they're strategizing, 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 strategizing for a whole year of plans and money set aside. And they're creating networks. And so many people that I know, they got an amazing job or opportunity because mm -hmm. they happen to know this person yeah. and so i had reposted kim's thing and i said the best advice is to network and strategize like yeah. that is that is gold because the more network that you know mm -hmm. and you have to think about like kim her network from the time she was born priceless Priceless, you're, you're hanging out with Nikki and Paris Hilton at like four years old. Right. And the Hilton's been, been billionaires, gonna always be billionaires. Right. After generation after generation, is, it's just, that is gonna be what it is. And like, to think that was your inner circle. Right. Billionaires. Right. <laughs> it's like, from the, like, you're born and your circle is right. really like, to even like to even just 
it's hard to even like process that. I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Just because I'm so far from that. And then it's crazy because no matter where you're at in life, somebody's going to feel that you had a, a bomb upbringing. Like no matter where you're at in life, somebody, there's going to be somebody who had less. Right? right. I mean, look at Courtney. We saw on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, we saw her not work for years. Okay. Okay. She, she, I'm just going to travel the world. I'm just going to live life. I'm just going to enjoy. It's a whole freaking sound about it right now. I'm just going to live life. I'm just going to enjoy life. And she did just that. Now, she, I'm going to give it to her because she raised her kids. But yeah. She had nannies too, but she was, she's, still so involved in her children's life she wanted to be there for her kids so she did work yeah. but as far as like kim's level of working i feel like she was talking to her low-key <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say too it felt like she was and then for according to be like yeah that's so true i was like girl we saw you say you didn't want to do nothing but that was her prerogative and guess what she's still successful she was still successful she didn't lose out on no money she wasn't hurting in her pockets because of what she was born into. Right. Because of what they had established as a family. Shoot, Chris built a whole business for, um, what's the son's name? Rob. Rob, while he was under a rock. Okay. He never lacked anything. Right. He, he didn't come out his room. Right. So, I mean, there it's just a different world that they live in. Yeah. But I just feel like we cannot come down on people. I think we can encourage each other. Yes, if there's something that you've, a vision that you have and you've been sitting on it because you're afraid or you feel like you don't have the resources or you feel like you don't know what to do, work on it a little bit every day. Yeah. Build up to it. Say things like that to encourage people because it's counterproductive. If, if you're making people feel bad about themselves for where they are, then it's hard for them to get up and pick themselves up when they feel like they've doing a, you know, they're doing their best. But we all can work a little bit harder. We all can push ourselves a little bit further. Like right. that's not to say that hard work, we should not be working hard. We all we very well should be working hard. We should be um working towards something every day. We should. Right. Right. I went I watched it, I felt like she was talking to her own employees. <laughs> because you you know how it is when um you're at work right mm -hmm. and you know you and your employees kind of just not been slacking off but you're just kind of like Ooh, like you're tired yeah and then your boss starts to like they don't want to tell you straight up that they want you to to uh -huh. work harder they generalize it to everybody yeah so they they i and i experienced this a lot because i worked with my mom and so my mom would always use me as as the like the um example mm -hmm. and i figured out what she was doing right. but i feel like sometimes bosses will be like they'll say things and act like they're talking about the clients but they're really talking about the employees you know what i'm saying oh yeah we all do that and, in different ways. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that just like you see that um, TikTok that's going viral where the um, the wife walks past the door and uh -huh. she's on the phone and she's like, somebody got to take this trash out. out. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said we all do that. We talk yeah. to our kids. We, man. 
Yeah, so she, I low-key felt like that's why that energy was coming. Maybe she don't like people to be late. Yeah. So. Because she sound pissed. It wasn't yeah. encouraging and uplifting. It sounded like she was pissed and she had to get that off her chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I don't even think it was directed towards us. And that's why it didn't come off right. Because I know she's kind of um, known for not getting a lot of sleep either. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't even take it as take it as much because it was just like, Kim, this not even directed at us. Right. Um, what you saying, you've done a lot of interviews. You can watch a lot of Kim interviews where she gives lots of great advice. That was not her best moment. And, and uh, she, I think she was just stressed and it, it went left. <laughs> right. But what also we wanted to highlight and talk about today <laughs> women working hard because we do okay (laughs) yes okay we do work hard right so hard that we work while we pregnant we work while we had the the, we got the baby on the boob we work when our feet is hurting we work when we're tired but today we just kind of wanted to talk about um what it's like to build a business while pregnant while having a newborn um in the cold she did just that <laughs> she Which, literally this podcast was birthed while she was <laughs> pregnant <laughs> which is so wild to think you know yeah um oh my goodness so the crazy thing is when i was pregnant with Araya, who's now turns one in a month mm-hmm. i was really into okay so in 2020 when the panorama was going on right mm-hmm. if you were e-commerce store your business was booming like mm-hmm. booming like every day i would wake up and have like a hundred orders wow and i would be like oh my goodness i'm so thankful that it's a hundred today and not 150 or 200 because like yeah. i was just one person right right and at the time everybody everybody was experiencing increase like they had never experienced before even like as big as amazon as big as zara as big as your online little store right 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 so because everybody was at home everybody was buying like crazy and everybody was um sharing their content like crazy and you just had this level of support that no business had no business has ever experienced because we hadn't had a situation like that in a hundred years and a hundred years ago there was um no technology like there is now right right Right. so we're operating in this world that we had never experienced so i remember in 2020 right before i got pregnant so many places shut down i would have to go to downtown la like two three times a way a week to refill stuff up right mm-hmm. and it got to this point where i was going to downtown twice a week and i just started feeling really sick mm-hmm. and i was like oh my goodness i feel so sick but i think it's because i'm not getting a lot of sleep right now i'm working so much um, my husband was put in a position he had never been in where he now had to work from home and watch two kids at the same time. Oh my gosh. He was losing it. And <laughs> we can laugh about it now, but he was like, what is going on? Right. And the kids were super small at that time. I think 
Audrey was on, this is two years ago now, right? So mm -hmm. Audrey just turned four. So they were like two and five, I think. Yeah. Wow. Two and five. And so they my would be at home. Age. Huh? Those are my kids' ages now. Yeah. So imagine your husband at home talking to clients and you got the two little kids right there. Right. So it was a lot for him. And then on top of that, getting a hundred orders easily a day and then on Sundays it would always ramp up to like almost 200 orders on a Sunday wow. and so I was going to downtown and I just remember I just started getting really sick and I was just like oh my goodness I think I'm just sick like I just need something to eat I think it's just because you know I think it's just because um I'm not getting sleep or whatever I had a, a friend that was an influencer that came into town and I remember we went to downtown LA and we're shopping and I remember I just pushed myself and I was like, I'm going to go to this and I just need to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Sorry, excuse me. And was like an influencer friend that I was meeting for the first time. And we went shopping with downtown LA and I was just like, Oh my goodness, I don't know what's going on. I just feel so sick. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Hey, can you come back down? Cause I had offered her to take pictures of her. Right. Mm -hmm. While she was in LA. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause I, I can take really good photos. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll come down and, take photos of you I'll come in like five in the morning I couldn't get up to go take these photos and I was like I just feel so sick again and I couldn't figure out why I felt so sick right my husband was like you're pregnant you're pregnant and I'm like there's no way I'm pregnant I just like was like too scared to take a test I was like I don't think I'm pregnant mm -hmm. and then before I knew it every time I go to my warehouse the smell of the warehouse would make me feel sick. Like I couldn't go in the warehouse. Oh my and I was like, I got to package like a hundred orders, but the warehouse makes me feel like I'm going to throw up. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the warehouse gagging and like trying <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And then my coworker, cause so at the time I was working in nine to five and shipping the hundred orders. Oh my gosh. So some days I would not get home till like three in the morning. And then my husband would be like, Nicole, you cannot get home at three in the morning because I got the kids all day. And then you come like, it was just, it was just wild. Right. Yeah. So I remember my coworker was like, Oh, I just got my period. And I was like, wait, you said that four weeks ago and I didn't get mine. Cause I would normally get mine after hers. Right. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh, I think I'm pregnant. So I took a test and sure enough, I was pregnant. Wow. And in that moment, I was excited, but also I knew that at that moment I had to change the structure of my business because there was no way that I was going to put that business before my pregnancy. Right. And so I would say that was probably one of the hardest times of my life because the one thing I wanted in the whole wide world was for my store to take off. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a lifelong dream for my store to take off. Right. But at the same time, having this third child was such a blessing and something that I wanted. And it was something that I, I still felt like I wanted one more child. Right. Yeah. And, um, before a riot, I would always say St. Cole is my third baby, but I knew St. Cole wasn't going to be my third baby. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, it was like this struggle inside of me because I loved St. Cole, but I knew I had to put the child before my business. Right. And so I had to take a second and I kind of had to slow down my business. And luckily, at that time, 
this girl had saw that um, I was filling orders like crazy and she came to pick up her order in person because at that time, you know, people would pick up in person, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, I have a cousin that is looking for an internship. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sign her up, girl. Right. Intern (laughs) is the magic word. (laughs) Okay. And so luckily, while I was pregnant, I... um, Got, I had an amazing, amazing intern. She was getting ready to do her freshman year at USC. Mm-hmm. And she literally came in. And like, I had this one influencer that whenever she would post about her hats, they would all sell out. So imagine 60 hats, like 50 to 60 hats in six colors that she posts and they all sell out. And packaging hats is like, yeah. <laughs> she's twitching, you guys. You guys can't see it, but she's yeah, twitching. You can't see it. But hats is like, oh my goodness. It's like, oh my goodness. I can't even explain <laughs> what it's like to package hats. And it's crazy because I'm so, Kendra, you've been to now where the office is. And right. if I don't think a hat is perfect, I don't sell it. Right. And I was like, so what, this hat. <laughs> huh? I know. I was like, girl, give me this hat. She's like, no, it's not perfect. Look at this right here. Look at that right there. (laughs) And so I would, so then I would order at least 10 hats more than I would need so I could inspect it and make sure they were all perfect. Mm -hmm. And if I had two, three or four that weren't perfect, then I could put it to the side. So then I could add it to, and then I would add the correct amount to the site. So think about six different hats, getting 50, 60 hats in, then have to inspect each of those hats count and make sure that each hat is right and then I'm pregnant inside the warehouse feeling like I'm gonna throw up oh my gosh so then my assistant it would be awesome because I could go to my nine to five Mm -hmm. because then counting those hats would be after the nine to five so pregnant it's crazy it's really crazy so then it was awesome because my my intern could come in from nine to twelve and so what I put the warehouse around the corner from my nine to five. So I would get there at like 8.50, open the door for her. She would go through the hats, mark things, package things as needed, and um, tell me the, so then at lunchtime, I would come back to her. She would tell me what's this or that, Mm -hmm. and um, what's this or that, and then I could put it on the site. And then the next day, they would go for sale and then she would come back on so she would come Tuesday Thursdays I believe and then when she would come back on Thursday so she would count on Tuesday mm-hmm. and I would put like hats are coming back the influencer po- would post Thursday morning the influencer post Thursday morning they all sell out then she comes back Thursday or Friday sometimes she will come Fridays mm-hmm. and package she would help package and then Austin I would pick him up after school we would come to the warehouse mm-hmm. and he would help load all the boxes oh my the, it was just it was just wild it was just it was a wild wild time yeah. and it's so cool to talk to other people that experienced it uh-huh. and it also makes you feel bad because those times are not like that anymore it was a once in a hundred yeah. years experience right but I remember those crazy nights And I remember God would say, Nicole, I'm doing this now so that you can see how you need to operate Mm -hmm. at this level. Wow. And so I remember thinking God was like, 
you you see how when you have to process a hundred orders, it's completely different than processing ten or twenty. Yeah. But you need to be prepared. And so in order to be prepared, you need to know what this experience looks like. Cause now as my business grows, I understand, you know, we don't need this yet. We don't need that yet. This right. is what we do need. This is what makes things flow faster. Mm -hmm. And it gives me to just this com like complete different mindset of running a business. Right. And also I don't feel like, I feel bad for people that, I feel bad for people that like their business blows up mm -hmm. and then it just keeps going because you're gonna make so many mistakes. Yeah. Unlike if you're just gradually doing your thing, like you're gradually growing, you can just add a thing here, add a thing there, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. And, but I will say when I was pregnant, I just like made that, I was so happy to get the intern. One, the intern changed my life. Yes, that was a blessing. Huge. Yeah, that was a blessing. You needed that intern right then and there. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as she came on, my whole life changed. And she helped me get through that period of just craziness. Um, she helped me through that whole period of craziness. I had to ultimately slow down the business so much. I couldn't go do as much shopping because I wasn't going to put the business. But the, the store can always be there. Yeah. This 10 months of carrying a child, she was going to come first. And so. Yes, absolutely. I would do whatever was most important. I would always package orders sitting down. Like at first I would package orders standing up. Then when I got pregnant, I always package orders sitting down. Yeah. And then I had the assistant who could pack, I mean the intern who could pack as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And also something that I did was just whatever was the most important, that's what was going to get done. I wasn't going to do this, that, and the third. So like when we started this podcast, Kendra and I met up for a photo shoot. Right. Mm -hmm excuse me, I would just prep my body for that. Like we're sitting down all day and tomorrow and then we're going to stand up to go do this photo shoot. And then I'm going to come back and sit right back down mm -hmm. and sit down and package orders. <laughs> right. I was looking at her like, you were insane. Was she, first of all, you guys heard all that was going on, right? It was crazy. Mind you, she just said, Araya turns one in a month. Yeah. Our one year anniversary is in two months. Okay. <laughs> so just let that sink in. Okay. Okay. That was crazy. When we started the podcast and Araya was literally like two weeks old, I think. Yes. We had started planning for the podcast like a couple, like maybe a month or two before. Not even. Yeah. Yeah. But, and this girl was talking about some, oh, we need to do, we need to do our first episode on this day and da, 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 da. I'm like, ma'am, I think I need you to have that baby first. <laughs> I think I need you to have a baby, see how things go. And then let's go from there. Cause she, I was just like, she is crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, she was just pushing through. She was handling things. She was getting stuff done. That photo shoot. I was like, she was like, okay, let me sit down. I mean, but she took care of herself. She was yeah. like, okay, I think I need to sit down. We get up, we shoot some more. Okay, I think I need to sit down. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, them contractions was hitting. But the, I think that is the thing about running a business or doing your ideas while you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's just, if you need to sit down, you need yeah. to sit down. 
She never told me she was having contractions. She was just like, I need to sit down. I need to sit down. And then when we were um, walking back to the car, she's like, yeah, I've been having contractions this whole time. <laughs> I'm like, girl, the strength of a woman is just insane. Yeah, Especially, did you see that article that said contractions are like the equivalent of like having a heart attack? Oh no, that was that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was menstrual yeah. cramps. Yeah, menstrual cramps. Yeah, With menstrual this, cramps. Right, and menstrual and um, contractions are like ten times worse than a menstrual cramp or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but it's contractions are menstrual cramps on crack. We'll say okay. that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we're having constant. We're having a hundred heart attacks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, that I just was kept so- telling you. I just kept telling her. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Nicole, you're crazy. Nicole, you're crazy. Nicole, you're crazy." But at the same time, it was more motivation for me to like be so on board with this because I'm like, if she can do all this pregnant and running two businesses like I got this like we can do this like we can and it just really showed me too like your heart for what we were doing and it made me yeah. be like okay yeah we all in like I'd have had no doubt yeah. I had no doubt because of how hard she was just like going I was like oh yeah this is gonna be lit <laughs> yeah and the thing is this part like I had done a podcast before and so I understood what it was going to take and I was like doing a podcast with Kendra like I enjoyed doing a podcast before until it just was like okay doing a podcast by yourself is something else I was like I enjoyed the podcast but I don't want to do it by myself and Kendra is awesome if we could do this together like it's a no-brainer you know yeah and so I was so excited to work with you in this light and I know you're so dependable and I know that you're willing to be honest and transparent and yeah. as a mom of two there's so much you we can relate together yeah and so I and um and so I was just like oh no like this this is gonna take time to grow mm-hmm. but even with our community that we have right now I just love it so much and even if it were to stay like the size of our community right now mm-hmm. I would still come every day and do yes. every week and film this because I really enjoy it and mm-hmm. our community is awesome y'all do be quiet sometimes but when you do right. reach out <laughs> right it's so funny though because when I see people or I talk to people they're like oh yeah I listened to the podcast the other day but we'll be telling y'all the comments <laughs> <laughs> or leave a rating and review is crickets but that's cool i appreciate we appreciate y'all listening and being here every week because it really does help us like to keep going and like yeah like she said though like i would definitely do this like whether it was it stayed the same or blew up because it's fulfilling for us too just to be able to share and like talk about different things that we may not have discussed you know this in depth about um right. and just build the community of women some women that listen are not even moms yet or um are not moms you know yeah and just building this community of women has been like very fulfilling and it's just crazy though i just still can't believe sometimes like that you did this while we while you was pregnant <laughs> I just cannot like I cannot I'll be like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's it, it blows it you know it, it often does 
blow my own mind. But honestly, the same thing happened when I was pregnant with Audrey. I came up with the idea for St. Cole. Mm-hmm. And when I came up with it while I was pregnant, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to do this. And then I took about a year and a half planning St. Cole before it ever opened. Yep. And that strategy, like you were talking about, when you were talking about strategy, I'm like, that's exactly what you did. Because the strategy you had, genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. I can't believe I did that. Don't even tell uh, me, because you could bottle that up and sell that. I <laughs> For real. Yeah. You do a master class on that. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny you said that, because I get DMs a lot. I actually get DMs about business a lot. And... Mm-hmm. I will share stuff because I've been really lucky for, to meet a lot of people in business that have done really well, or a lot of number twos, like a number two is more powerful than a number one. Mm -hmm. And to meet the, have conversations with number twos that like really run everything for the number one. What does that mean? Well, for people that don't know. So like, if you're a number two, like say, you know, like Pharrell is Mm -hmm. in, huh? Like the right-hand man? Yeah, it's like the right-hand man. It's the person that people don't know, but they're the person running just all the strategy, making sure everything flows, making sure things make sense. You know, they're just, without that person, it's just, it wouldn't be what it is. Right, absolutely. And so people will like, DM me and I think they get surprised that I just tell them I just tell them the whole thing like okay this is what it this is this is it or like people DM me and they'll ask me what I did about like even how I work with so many influencers or there's so many influencers that post St. Cole for free yeah and who I don't even know and they just buy stuff Mm -hmm. and I'll tell them like the game on not the game but like the strategy on how that even happened and one time i was silly enough to put it on youtube how to work with influencers for free Uh (laughs) and it was up for about two weeks and i took it down (laughs) (laughs) and i was like you know what i think i need to keep that moment to myself until it's time to really share that yeah but um sometimes i've learned that just because you have the the knowledge about something, it may not always be the right time to share it. Yeah, that's true. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I did really like, um, but that's been making me think about, uh, this is getting kind of off topic, but Mm -hmm. through all these experiences, it's been making me think about doing more public speaking. Yeah. Because I don't know if I shared on here that when I spoke at USC, Mm-hmm. it just went really well and they gave me so much good feedback and they just had like such a good time and they were just like and I, I would think about all the different speakers that came there and I would look and all these people that are like so huge like at these huge corporations and they, they do all this crazy stuff and it's just me little old me yeah. and they, they were just like really into it and I was like you know what I might start like giving those nuggets but giving it to a younger generation like the girls at USC really appreciate really appreciated the game that I gave them because 
people and corporate or people with larger followings, they're not going to share that information because they don't have to, or they just don't feel the need to, or, you know, they just, they don't also have the time to, right? Right. And so it's actually been something I've been thinking about, about adding to my plate, but right now I'm really specific about what I add to my plate, but I had so much fun at USC Mm -hmm. that I was like, you know what, I think you can share these little golden nuggets and do it in a way where you could potentially get paid mm-hmm. and be able to provide value that would really help somebody. Yeah. Like, I remember at USC, somebody asked me, um, I work a nine to five like you. And after my nine to five, I also come to school and I'm also building my retail store. And because my nine to five was an, ins- was an insurance, right? So I'm pregnant, I'm working in insurance and then working after work and yada, 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 right? right. And she was like, you know, when I go to work and my nine to five, they just, because she was in finance, right? And I was, I was in insurance and she was like, they just don't get it. They don't get why, they don't get why I'm into fashion. Like they just don't get it. Like oh, even like, I get it in finance. <laughs> yeah. And I told, and I just like told her like, they're never going to get it. Like it's not for them to get. Yeah. It's not for them to get, but for her. I think about when I first started my job in insurance and I was in college and I was 19 years old and I would come to work in my euphoria work outfits. <laughs> and I just felt so ashamed at some point you start to feel so ashamed that you just start to dress like everybody else because you feel like you start to feel embarrassed, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for me to be able to tell her, you know, she's probably 19 years old, like they're never going to get it. Don't waste any more time on trying to get it because they're never going to get it. Don't yep. waste any more time about it. Uh, it's not for them to get and move forward. Mm-hmm. And to her, you could just see like that off of her shoulders. Because at 19, you don't know that, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I did find that super fulfilling. And so I, we're, we're kind of like all off topic, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, it's, I mean, it's so many levels of inspiration and in everything that you just said, but um the bottom line is, you know, it's going to take hard work. It's partially timing. Yeah, timing has it's, so much to do with it. Timing has a lot to do with it. Um, so you just have to be in alignment with and stay focused on what your vision is and right. what your purpose is and, you know, your dreams. Because it's so easy to get sidetracked these days and people give a lot of input um, I remember when I, you know, I left work when I had my son and I just, when I decided not to go back, right. people were like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and I was like, I said, I was going to be a stay at home mom and raise my son. Like, you know, yeah. and that was just so foreign to people. And so a lot of times I got sidetracked on what my dream was, which was to raise my child. Like, Right, right. I considered it a privilege and an honor. I planned to have him. Everything yeah. was planned. I planned to have him. I didn't know if I was going to go back to work. That part wasn't planned. God worked it out. I was grateful and I was content in that. And I was right. happy that I was able to be in a position to do that. But with outside influences, it was like, well, are you going to start a business? Are you going to have a side hustle? Are you going to work from home? Like, what are you going to do? 
It's like, uh. And so a lot of times I would get sidetracked on what my goals were and what my things, the things that I wanted to do and the priorities that I had because of what other people were saying. So, and I started some things and some businesses that I wasn't really interested in just because I felt like I had to have something because it felt like everybody was on my neck. But as I matured, yeah and realize that this is foreign to them but it's not foreign to me oh my mom was a stay-at-home mom okay and she did run her own business but she was with us yeah she didn't go into an office until i was like in the fifth grade fourth or fifth grade and so everybody's not privileged to see that and and see it work and see a family still be able to thrive you know most people see it in a struggle like oh they're staying at home because they have to you know it they can't afford child care or things like that and that does happen that's a real thing like sometimes it just makes more sense to stay at home because if you're going to go to work just to pay the child care that doesn't make sense because child care is a paycheck okay Okay. child care (laughs) is child care is Y'all can't owe me some money. <laughs> right. Period. I'm like, shit, I'm gonna open up a daycare. Okay. But, <laughs> but you know, um, I, I just say that to say, like, you have to stay in alignment with what your purpose is and what your yeah. goals are. Like, especially nowadays, like people are gonna have their opinions. There's always outside influences, there's always gonna be be people that don't understand the vision they don't understand the path that you're choosing and sometimes it's not for them to understand like you'll find your tribe you'll find your people who get it and if if god has put you in position to do what you're doing and you're doing it well live in that that is success right right and that's what purpose is it's when things are in alignment and they just work you know what i mean yeah and you know what alignment like you said that's really the key yeah that's really the key yeah when things are in in alignment you can tell you can feel it and that's something that I had to accept because I almost felt bad for being in this position because of the the things that people would say and I'm just like I'm not gonna feel bad for wanting for being able to raise my kids yeah it's no shot or shade to anybody else but I feel like God has designed it this way, but we're not all able. Right. So if I'm able, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be here with my kids. I'm going to raise them because I'm able to. And I'm still going to work my businesses when I choose to do so. Yeah. Because the truth is the businesses and the ideas and this and that are always going to be there. But your kids, like they say, you you can't get that back. You don't get that time back. And that's what I'm so grateful for. I have started moving a little bit more in um in business because my kids are getting I had my kids, I only had two. I didn't want no more. They're now they're getting older and now it's go time for me. Yeah. But three, four years ago, it was not. I, I tried, but it it was not clicking. It was not in alignment. <laughs> it was not in alignment. I was listening to outside influences telling me what I should do and feeling the pressure of that when the only thing that matters is the people in my household. If my husband is like, no, 
like, well, what, do you want to go back to work? And I'm like, no, he's not going to talk about it. Like, he's not putting no pressure on, on me to, to do anything, you know? Yeah. And so I had to, I had to snap out of it. I had to realize I had to take things back into my own hands and back into my household yeah. and do the things that are in alignment with my purpose. Yep. And my vision and God's vision for my life. And I feel like this podcast is in my purpose. I feel like it is in alignment and yeah. the other things that I'm working on as well. And yeah. I feel like that's just what we have to focus on. That's what we mm-hmm. have to do. And that's what's going to get us to the level of success that we desire. Exactly. So you can be chasing, chasing, chasing after something that you don't even want. Oh, okay. <laughs> And you wake up, you like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Like, who who even told me to do this? Like, what? What Uh, Who have I become? I feel like some people wake up and they're like, who have I become? Because I'm just chasing, chasing, chasing and not in alignment. Right. This is a good one, you know? (laughs) Yeah, if if you didn't feel that, I don't know what to tell you. Right. We can talk about this all day, okay? Okay. But I, and you know what, it's crazy because like what is supposed to be, will be like when I did the nine to five for each of my kids, I could bring my kids to work. Mm -hmm. And then now that I think about it, man, when I brought my kids to work, it was like I had three nannies. (laughs) (laughs) Because now as a stay-at-home mom with the side businesses or what? other companies it's like no it's really it's me it's you your daddy on the phone yeah I gotta give all the calls to your dad because it's me and you Mariah and now you're crawling you're trying to walk and <laughs> there's no other hands that are like oh the baby's so cute let me hold the baby it's just me and all right right and stay at home life and bringing the baby to work life ain't no by yourself. <laughs> it's I was a, like, girl, it's a, like, it's girl. A, it's a different level of work. It's a different, le- it's a different level of work. Mm-hmm. Like there's work, but then there is stay at home mom work because it's a different level. It just doesn't stop. It'll, yeah, that's the thing about it. It doesn't yeah. stop. There's right. no cutoff. Exactly. It's, it's ongoing. But um, we all work in some capacity, whether you go going to work nine to five and then you have to come home and then, you know, working at home too with the kids. Like it's a lot. It's all 24 it's hours. Yeah. Moms don't yeah. ever get a break, whether you're a stay at home mom or you're a working mom in an office or in a, you know, in a, another capacity outside of the home. It's all nonstop. But we do it with grace. We do it with love. Yep. We do it with passion. We, you know, and and I just tip my hat to all of you, all of us, because we're making it happen and, you know, we're raising the next generation of people who are going to continue to make the world go around. So shout out mm-hmm. to y'all. Shout out to us. Yes. Shout out to all of us. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. And also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. 
at Somebody's Mama Podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. If you would like, we would love it. Thank you. I'll let y'all next week. Bye.